everyone, welcome to the Create Your Life podcast. My name is Adelia and I'm your host. My favorite work to do is inner work and I, through this podcast, will help you with all the tools necessary to create the life of your dreams. I am so excited to be on the self-development, self-love and self-nourishment journey with you. I know your soul is meant to do some really great work on this planet. So I'm really excited to be assisting you with it. Together, we're going to change the world. We're going to change our lives and we're going to do magical things. So let's begin. Today's episode is especially for all the people pleasers out there. We're going to be learning how to say no, how to be unapologetic about our decisions, our life and so much more. I will be interviewing Anna Jones. She is an emotional awakening coach and her sole mission in life is to help women and everyone else heal from generational patterns and find emotional freedom to live a life of ease and joy. I am so excited for this episode and you will have so much to learn, especially if you're a people pleaser and you find it very hard to say no to people. So let's begin. What does being unapologetic really mean? Well, I think that every word has a different meaning for every person, mm-hmm. depending on their experience. So to me, unapologetic means that you don't have to be apologizing for every single thing that you do, which mm-hmm. is kind of um, silly to to explain. Yeah. But it it is something that as as women, I think, and, and also men, men, men apologize mm-hmm. a lot as well. But I, I noticed this more amongst women. We were constantly apologizing for whatever it is, right? Oh, I I was on WhatsApp or on mm-hmm. text and I didn't read your message until an hour later and I'm apologizing because it's like, why are you, why? Like, what? why why, <laughs> why are you doing that? I feel that we we apologize so much that the that the that the intention of apologizing has almost lost its meaning. So mm-hmm. to me unapologetic means that you live your life in a way where you are highly intentional and you move from that place of intention. You move from that place of this is why I'm doing x y and z and no I I I don't have to ask for forgiveness. I don't have to apologize to anyone because I, I'm moving in a highly intentional manner. Now, there's always a chance that we might offend someone or that we might trigger someone. That's a whole completely different scenario. But um, it, it's if that person comes up to us and says, hey, you know, you really, you really triggered me or you hurt my feelings when you said X, Y, and Z, then we can address that. But mm-hmm. Um, there's so many other words that we can say or that we can use instead of sorry, right? It's it's almost like mm-hmm. really changing your vocabulary so that you can become this unapologetic woman that's already inside of you. We just forgot that she was there. So I I, I believe in that that is my definition for being an, uh, being unapologetic. It's a it's a woman who moves in a way, speaks in a way, behaves in a way that is highly intentional. Mm -hmm. And she knows what she wants. She is clear about what she wants. She's, she feels very confident in asking for what she wants. And she just knows that she is 
very clear, very concise, very consistent, very committed to this life of grandeur and beautifulness and amazingness, whatever that <laughs> means, whatever that definition means for everyone. I love that. Um, I completely relate to what you're saying because I see so many women in my family, in my friend circle. We're so wired to just pleasing everyone around us. I mean, of mm-hmm. course, there's men as well who do the same thing, but I feel like it's so much more prominent in us women that we have to go out of our way to apologize for every single thing that we do. Um, we're so in our heads <laughs> um, all the time that we don't give ourselves the opportunity to just breathe and be and look deep inside and see what we truly want because we're just out there living our lives for other people not to offend Mm -hmm. other people so I Mm -hmm. completely relate to that and that brings me to my second question how did we become the opposite like of being unapologetic and what is the importance of being becoming unapologetic and if you could also just like tie in your own story of you know, your own journey of how you got to this place of feeling this way. I'm sure it's a work in progress for everyone. <laughs> We're all working towards something. But if you could, you know, give us some tips on along with your journey, I think that'll really help people listening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that we 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 were born into a world and into a culture, especially you and I, um, you know, Indian mm-hmm. culture and, and Mexican culture, they have a lot of similarities. And yes. um, I, I was born and raised in Mexico. So for those of you that, you know, don't know, mm-hmm. my name is very white. It's very <laughs> American, <laughs> so you would never think that. But um, I, I was born and raised in Mexico. I lived there for 19 years and then I went to the States and now I'm back here in Mexico City. Um, I think that we were just born into this culture and to the society of apologizing and making ourselves small so that we can accommodate everyone else around us mm-hmm. and it's it's like I mean there's so many things we would have to talk about this for hours but just really <laughs> quickly yeah I think yeah. I, I truly truly think that this is a generational thing mm-hmm. right it's it's been it's it, it's a generational thing if you believe in past lives it could also be a past life yes. thing because I mean let's let's be honest back in the 16th century there was this also mm-hmm. like very like guilt and apologetic attitude so mm-hmm. um I really do think that there there is a lot more space for scarcity when we are born than than there is for abundance and what I mean by this is I, I <laughs> people outside, um, I don't know if you can hear it. But I can, I can. Okay, it, it, I can't control that. That's so. okay, no worries. <laughs> That's Anyways, um, so I think that, that we still struggle to believe that we live in a world of abundant, abundance. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you if I see you having this amazing and beautiful life, and I'm not just talking about Instagram because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff on Instagram is, is fake mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's not true. And people still struggle to believe that they, they, they have to compare themselves with mm-hmm. a stranger on Instagram when we know absolutely nothing about them and what yet we're creating a story of like, mm-hmm. oh, they have a better life than me. And that's completely BS, right? So 
that's one thing. And the other is, oh, they already have the money, the amazing life, the beautiful partnership, that whatever it is that you're desiring and you see that they have it, quote unquote, um, then we automatically believe like, oh, if they have it, then I can't have it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's like, it's like the, it really, it feels like this almost like competition of if someone has it out there, or if I have it, then another person cannot have it. And, and that's, that's erroneous. That's very, 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 very wrong. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, that's not the way the world works. The, the world, the universe is so abundant it's so rich and vast in its resources, but because you think that there isn't enough for everyone to go around, then you 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 be, you start playing the martyr and you say, okay, I'm gonna sacrifice myself mm-hmm. and I'm not going to achieve my goals, my dreams, my desires, mm-hmm. right? I'm just gonna let someone else do that because if I do it, then... I won't be able to live with myself if somebody else ha- doesn't have an amazing life and then I do. So we start creating this story, this play almost, and we start organizing the characters around and we just make it kind We we can't, it's like we almost like don't give ourselves permission to have this win-win situation. It has to be a win-lose situation, regardless mm-hmm. of what side it's on. So I really do think that, that that's, the one thing there where you were saying, how did we become yes. the opposite of unapologetic? We're not really taught that. We're not mm-hmm. really taught that. It's not a thing you see in society. Um, if women do it, they're um, rude or bitches or whatever. And if yes. men do yes. it, it's like, it's it's a completely different thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he knows what he wants. Yes. So it, it's, it's even broken down in like genders. And I'm only going into the heterosexual mm-hmm. um, you know, comparison for, for the sake of time. But right. I mean, that's a whole other wormhole right there. Mm-hmm. And the importance of being unapologetic, the way that I see it in my experience is when you have clarity of what you want, when you are absolutely certain of what you want, and that's that's a challenge in and of itself because a lot of people... If you ask them, what do you want? I like asking people, um, you know, what's your dream life? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people really have to stop and think about it. Mm -hmm. So we don't have clarity about what we want. That's why we, we, we usually end up getting things that we don't necessarily want because we're focusing on those things. Therefore we're attracting those things into our life because that's what we are focusing on. So again, wherever our focus goes, that's where our energy is going to flow towards. Yes. And becoming unapologetic is really, really, really important because of this. Because if you do not know what you want, then you are going to get what you don't know or what you don't want. Mm -hmm. It's just this, we can just make it as simple as that. If you are unclear about what you want, you will get the things that you don't want because a lot of times when we don't know what we want we're always worrying about the things that the worst case scenarios and that's where our focus is entirely I can totally see it happening in like I mean everyone around you know like I see this in all the women I have in my life you know there's so many people who are just trying to put themselves down just to protect someone else's name you know maybe it's like their significant other or their child I mean we just decide that it's okay for us to not have what we want 
and just let someone else you know do the thing and you know protect them and guard them and guard their image we go through like so many levels of just protecting other people and not looking i mean not taking care of our own selves that it's it's insane at like how deeply ingrained it is mhm yes yeah it is oh. very deep very very deep and it's something that we consciously have to be bringing back coming back mm-hmm. to coming back to you know it it happens to me i'm i'm not you know i'm not this like super goddess and yes. yeah. be human being right like i am mm-hmm. a human being and i and i'm learning i'm i'm never going to stop learning i'm never going to start and i'm never not going to you know say something that doesn't sit right with someone mm-hmm. and we you know we 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 i might trigger someone that's just how life is but yeah. when we start to shift the ways that we perceive things then we can actually take back our power and it's just saying like oh this person hurt me they're so horrible they're so rude but it's like okay i'm going to have my little drama for a moment just because mm-hmm. that's part of the shock but then afterwards how am i going to hold myself accountable mm-hmm. how can i take my power back and just be like wow thank you for this gift that you have given me because you are showing me that there is a wound mm-hmm. that is still there and you've opened it up and now i can go in there to see what needs to be healed mm-hmm. so so there is a a a, pers- a a different perspective that can come from whatever situation and i think that's also a part of of being an, an unapologetic it's yes. oh this is this is my stuff this is this is this is mine this belongs mm-hmm. to me this is no one else's mm-hmm. responsibility to heal yes it's unfortunate that i may have had circumstances that happened when i was younger but now it's my responsibility it's my turn to take care of myself nobody uh has to take care of me in that sense right and right. in, in that yeah. in that way yes uh so you also asked for like a personal mm-hmm. uh, yes. like a personal story i mean it's 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 but it's my whole life mm-hmm. <laughs> right like i yeah. i remember i used to say sorry so much that i would hide it in like in a and say it in like a jokingly way like sorry oh, sorry sorry yeah. sorry sorry and then back in 2000 i think it was 14 uh when i was doing my teacher training in yoga uh my 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 yoga my yoga teacher the leader said stop saying sorry and i was like oh no no i was like oh no let me let me explain to you why i do this mm-hmm. she was like i don't care if you're saying it jokingly stop saying sorry mm-hmm. and i was like Huh. Okay. And and she was a very intimidating woman. Very very oh, wow. very Oh my god. And yeah. So, yeah, and but I will never forget that she said that and that really stuck with me. And and then mm-hmm. from that point on, I I just made it a conscious decision to start being more aware of wow, yes. the ways that I would apologize. You were just telling me your story and i could honestly just think about all the times where i was so apologetic for just basically existing sometimes in certain relationships um you know and always just thinking that i am the one who's wrong always thinking that you know like in a crowd full of people when something goes wrong i'd feel like i need to own up and be like hey you know it was my fault you know it's mm. like such an internal um process that happens that it's so also it's so immediate you know like you're in that situation and you 
you just think like yeah i think it's my fault like it's like i don't know like it just it's so scary but it's at that time and point but now when you say that you know we've got to be aware of such moments i think and you know shift our perspective and look at this as an opportunity to heal rather than something to be intimidated by i think that's a beautiful shift in perspective that we can all try and do yes yeah and i think i think sometimes you know we we do fall into this trap of of feeling guilty because mm-hmm. the other person that we're talking, you know, let's say we're, you and I are talking and one of us doesn't take responsibility for our yes. feelings. Yes. Then a lot of the times, because we have this tendency of like, somebody has to take the blame. Somebody has yeah. to take the fault. It's like, I can fall into the pattern, the old pattern of like, oh, you know what, Alilea mm-hmm. um, is feeling really sad. I hurt her feelings. Let me just take all the guilt, mm. punish myself, and beat myself up for however many hours, days, weeks, months, years, oh God, I feel yes. like it. Yes. And, and then the other person is just like, it, it, we, do, we just keep them in that victim mentality and we mm. keep them, we don't hold them accountable. So yeah. I had a circumstance, a situation that happened uh, last week where I, you know, there was this disagreement and mm. there, apparently I triggered this woman and she was very upset. So we mm-hmm. had a conversation. It was very dramatic, like mm-hmm. for her and I to talk, like she talked to this other woman and then this other woman talked to me and I was like, why didn't she just come straight to me? But, yes. you know, some people just work in those ways. And mm-hmm. I was, I'm just not used to that dynamic anymore because I consciously surround myself with people that we, 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 if we, if there's ever a misunderstanding, we address it yes. right then. Mm-hmm. We don't wait a week. We don't wait like you know, yeah. a month. It, it just doesn't happen anymore. So I was mm-hmm. very surprised and taken aback by this, by this dynamic. And she, I, I felt like she wanted blood. Wow. I felt like she spoke. She just wanted to um, get into like a subject that I just wasn't going to go in with her because I was like, I've already triggered you. If we mm-hmm. go deeper into this subject, <laughs> I know that I'm going to get shit for it. I know that I'm going to you know, that, that things aren't gonna, aren't gonna play out well. Mm -hmm. And when I was younger, I used to have like this role that I would always end up the villain because I said what I thought I, I expressed what was on my mind. And I was like, no, I'm not falling into this trap again. Mm -hmm. So when I made that choice, I not only stood up for myself, for my almost 36 year old self, I stood Mm -hmm. up for my child, Mm -hmm. for my adolescent, for my teenager, Mm-hmm. and for my adult self. Mm-hmm. So this is the the beautiful thing of being unapologetic that when you stand up for yourself for the present moment of mm-hmm. you for the present version of you you're standing yes. up for all of you and all the generations that came before you and all the generations that will come before you even if you choose to have children or not mm-hmm. right so so that's really 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 important to know. Right. Yes. Um, I have so many questions because I am, <laughs> you know, this type of a person who will be apologizing, the first one to apologize always. And I find it so, 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 so hard to stand up for myself because I feel like even in a situation when the other person is clearly wrong, I can't bring myself up to, uh, you know, just like talk about it or stand up for myself or just point it out and say that, hey, no, this this was wrong. Because I'm so afraid of what the other person is going to feel. And, you know, 
you know, triggering the other person. And then I'm afraid of like, you know, that goes into my abandonment issues and all of that. <laughs> but yeah. I'm so afraid of hurting other people that sometimes I just put myself under the bus and, you know, just don't hold the other person accountable for their actions. So mm-hmm. do you have any advice for people like me, um, you know, because day-to-day life sometimes gets hard, you know, even when you're running your business and you can't stand up for your for yourself, you know, have those hard conversations with, you know, like your vendors or other people who you work with. It's just so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's so many, there's so many things that, that can be done here. And one thing that it is really important to know this is a practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a practice of being unapologetic and it's not going to, it's, it's going to feel very uncomfortable at first. Like yes. for, for my clients, I had two clients where they just, they had a really hard time saying no. So I was like, okay, mm. I'm going to do these questions and you're going to say no to me. And mm. I don't want you to give me any explanations. You don't have to tell me why wow. you're just going to say no. Mm-hmm. or hell no, or, you know, whatever, yes. whatever they thought, it was just no. So I knew them. So I knew their triggers, right? Mm-hmm. I knew that one was very, um, uh, very, she had a pool towards like, um, an animals, right? So mm-hmm. I, I went there, I went, I went deep and I went a little dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just kind of my style. <laughs> and so I was like, Hey, I just asking them questions. Hey, um, I have a puppy that if you don't take them, if you don't take them, uh, if you don't foster them, we're going to kill it tonight. Can you take it? And they were wow. like, no. Oh my God. And so, you know, I, I mean, obviously in real life, yes, maybe he yeah. would have taken it, whatever, but it's that practice. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, you know, was, was used to, is, is used to like helping her mom out and doing all these things. And she's a, she, she's working on like not being such, so much of a people pleaser. And so I went there and she was like, that was hard. And I was like, I know I could see it in your face, but it's just practicing saying no, because when you say no, you imagine that your energy is like a battery. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about that battery, it's, it's given to you at a hundred percent. Let's pretend, right, that you had a phenomenal sleep, you have been eating like a champ, and you are, you know, you've all, you're already showered, and you're, you're, you've exercised, and you've already, your cup is full, your battery is full. Mm -hmm. What percentage of that battery is spent where? And how do you feel about that? So I asked that to my client yesterday, and she was like, well, 90% of that goes to worrying. And so if you can imagine what that does to your energy, right? You're fixing absolutely nothing. You're resolving nothing when you worry, right? And you're, you're, you're feeling mentally exhausted. So obviously that exhaustion just transfers to every single day of your life. Mm -hmm. And it's an endless cycle. So if you can imagine the power of saying no, how much energy you'll get back. You're going to feel guilty at the beginning, for sure. That's like almost like a guarantee. But it's that moment where you have to choose. You have to choose. It's it's either me or living life for other people or for other circumstances and just being, you know, everyone else's bitch or everyone else's (laughs) 
you know, uh, servant. And that's not what we're here to do, that we, we have to really reframe and reprogram and rewire mm -hmm. what we want and how to get that. That's why, in my opinion, it's so important to work with someone because a lot yes. of times, we, even if we know what we want, just the process of going through this is challenging. And, you know, I have a community, I have a tribe, I have friends that hold me accountable. I mean, my mother's a therapist. So we always talk about these things. It's like, I've created this reality for me to work for me, not against me. And I know that in whatever moment I choose, I get to reframe the situation. And I catch myself all mm -hmm. the time. So high level of, of awareness, Mm -hmm. And I would say there are a lot of things that we can practice, but I would say, start by saying, practice, practice saying no to things that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying like, no, I don't want to shower. No, I don't want to do my bed. None of those, <laughs> none of those things like it, those things, um, switch it around, switch the way that you see them, change the way that you see things that you don't want to do that will obviously improve your, your, your health, yeah. your well-being, everything. Right. Mm -hmm. But people pleasing, doing, going to social events when you're exhausted and you're like, I just want to sleep in tonight. I don't want to yeah. deal with this. Those are the things that I'm talking about yes. more, more yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. And what, what, what do you suggest we do? Cause I feel like if we're in this place of people pleasing, we can also sometimes get triggered when the other person says no. <laughs> like I feel that happening a lot to me. Like when the other person's like direct and is like, no, without any reason like because we're so used to like you know like giving everyone so many reasons as to why we can't do things like i go to such deep levels of just like apologizing mm -hmm. and being like you know this is why i couldn't do it i'm so sorry i'm so sorry next time i promise yeah. and then there's this other person who's just like straight up no sorry yeah. not possible and then yeah. i you know like i tend to get so triggered by that yeah so, yeah, I think that just goes to show how much of healing I have to do on my own. We we all have we all have healing to do. It's like mm -hmm. you're the 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 thought of being completely healed forever and ever and ever is is ridiculous. Yes. It's it, it, it's ludicrous. It's it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um you you or at least I don't I don't believe so. And I I really do think that sometimes people can can really just process their triggers on their own. Mm -hmm. So whenever you feel triggered by someone just saying no, if you have the curiosity, I'm very curious. Mm -hmm. I personally am very curious. So I like to know why people say no to me. I'm like, oh, okay. Can like, can I, mm -hmm. is it a, like, would you mind saying like, why, mm -hmm. like why you don't want to? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, I think I've been in situations where people are just like, I just don't feel like it. I just mm -hmm. don't want to do it. And yes. I was like, okay, that honestly, and, and that's the thing, we, we, we feel like it has to be this super complex explanation. Sometimes it's like, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't need to feel like it. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's valid. That is so valid. So I think that if you're, if you're feeling triggered by it, can you change the, the, tr can you transmute and transform mm -hmm. the trigger into, Wow how amazing yes. that this person can just say no mm -hmm. i want to be like that i want to practice that, that. yes mm -hmm. and 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 take it as this like example 
of what is possible for you. Because if these people are coming into your realities, because you're allowing them to come into your reality, you're inviting them. Right. We're always co-creating. And that's the thing that a lot of times we struggle with. It's like, why did this person come in? Because mm-hmm. they, 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 you, you're asked, you, we are constantly asking for reminders. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to be, I don't know. I'm going to give you like the most common example. I want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you want to be a millionaire? Because millionaires are highly unapologetic. Mm-hmm. They are highly, you know, they have super, they're very clear about what they want and what they don't want. They can say yes. And they can say no to the things that they want to say yes to and no to. So it's like, if you really want that, then life is going to prepare you for that. Now, will you be able to handle the process of what it truly means to be a millionaire? Mm -hmm. Right. And also an ethical one, (laughs) if that's what you want. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, be be really mindful of what you're asking for because you sh- you will receive that you mm-hmm. will receive all the transformation all the healing all the mindfulness all the intentionality that yes. that comes behind being the person that you want to be it's mm-hmm. not just some you know some game i mean it is a game life is mm-hmm. totally a game yes. but it's not something that just happens randomly or like why exactly. is all where are these yeah, yeah. Where are all these quote unquote bad things happening to me? No, they're not bad things. You asked for this and you need to go through these things to become the person that you asked to be. You asked for this. That was so profound. I I think I kind of needed that today. (laughs) So thank you. And I mean, do you have um, any ways that we can build this practice, you know, of being aware of, you know, our energies and where we have those energy leakages and when we should say no and also maybe some tips on like when the other person's triggered because you know we usually have other people around us who when we decide that we want to say no will be like hmm you know they'll get triggered and then there's like this barrage of like you know like maybe some if you're texting like you know they'll the people on the other side will say things to you or be like, no, why not? Like, why can't you do it? Like, and keep asking questions and making you feel even more guilty. I'm just speaking from personal experience. (laughs) So do you have any tips on how to go about that and how to basically build this practice of being unapologetic? Yeah. So first of all, you said something very important. Mm -hmm. Um, The other person makes us feel guilty. Yes. Um, Nobody can make you feel anything. Mm-hmm. nobody can force you to feel anything you you give we give we give circumstances emotions right mm-hmm. everything is it, we have emotional lenses mm-hmm. and these emotions are created through our experience mm-hmm. so I would say that you have a choice reminding yourself that you always have a choice to feel however you want to feel and if sadness comes up if guilt comes up I always say this I mean it it, we have so many resources and so many tools available but sometimes we're just lazy or we Mm want to stay in that victim mentality or we really are frozen because this is so new to us and we just don't know what to do so Mm -hmm. this is something very easy that I like to do if you believe in a higher power if you um you know are somebody who is highly spiritual this is something Mm -hmm. that I would do I always say whenever there whenever there is this anger inside of me and I was really angry last week mm-hmm. with this whole situation because yes. I was like what the fuck? <laughs> uh, you know uh, so I was like I don't want to put on 
some music and you know like go go crazy like I don't I don't want I didn't want to feel that in my body because I just felt like well that's gonna that's gonna be a lot of energy that's gonna go out I actually just want this to transmute in a very peaceful and calming manner and that's what I did so I just said um universe angels um archangel spirit team ancestors whoever is here allow me because I was exhausted too I, I felt like I couldn't do it on my own I said help me Tra transmute this energy of anger into something that will serve me allow help me transmute this energy of anger into peace into calm into serenity and all of a sudden when I said that out loud I started getting a cramp in my left hamstring okay. so I knew that the energy was shifting mm -hmm. and I was like oh okay I I'm feeling this and all I did and it was sharp but it wasn't like ah like crawling mm -hmm. to the ground and like curling in fetal position like oh my god I can't move yeah. it was just like oh it's moving the energy is being transmuted and I just shook out my leg I walked around my apartment and then it was gone so I think a lot of times we think that it has to be this like dramatic chaotic like oh my god no it doesn't always have to be that way it will be a lot of times that way but your power, your words are extremely powerful and your words are constantly building your reality. So being unapologetic, as we said at the beginning, is being highly intentional, right? So when you are highly intentional and you are, you, you truly have mastered or not mastered, but are in the process or practicing the art of mastering the being impeccable with your words and again it's it's your practice right yes. then you know that you did that with the highest intention if the person was triggered you can say it's not about me it's never about me that's the thing it's never about me and mm -hmm. whenever somebody triggers us it's never about them obviously mm -hmm. if there's someone who is constantly triggering and triggering and triggering and you're telling them hey this triggers me please don't do it and they still don't and then still do it then you don't have to be friends with that person you don't have to have a relationship with that person that's a whole other story we're going let's get a little basic back to the basics here um it's it's really just that practice of what do i want to convey what is the intention of what i'm about to say right now mm. right what is the intention of this podcast, this recording. For me, the intention is to wake up whatever is dormant in the women or in the men or in whatever gender is listening, because this applies to all genders, right? Mm -hmm. To wake up whatever is dormant in them and say, I get to live the life that I want. And I get to create my own reality, regardless of what I've been taught. I get to make choices and whatever choices I make, these choices will take me closer to my dream life because it's possible. Mm -hmm. You know, I, there are many, there's many living proof out there. And I, and I believe I am too. I, I do my best to, to, to walk my talk. So mm -hmm. I, I expect for people to hold me accountable. And, and, and at the, when it comes to other people, it's, it's really, I don't want to say it's really challenging because I, I think that once you have decided that this is the life that you're going to live, a lot of people start falling away. Mm. You know, people that can't, can't handle that level of accountability and that level of apologeticness, 
will start to fall away. The reason that you are around the people that you are is because you, you are in that same level, Yes. right? And they, nobody can access your space if you don't allow them. So you are actually bringing them into your space, whether you want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it really is a practice. It's a practice of choosing yourself every single day before anything else. And it's not about, oh, you're being so selfish. We're all selfish. Like, you know, cut the crap. Stop, 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 stop thinking you're so selfless that, you know, you're you're people pleasing all the time. No, that's, that's being a doormat. That's Mm -hmm. giving away your power. That's, that's living a life where you're just always blaming someone else instead of taking responsibility. And this responsibility is sacred. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. It's amazing. Once you, once you, once you, understand the power that you have in the best way so I would start I would start there what is my intention going into every single situation whether it's walking out of my apartment whether it's going to the next yoga class whether it's going to be with my parents whether it's going to meet up with my significant other or my friends what is the intention that I'm setting and getting into that vibration getting into that frequency of like this is the intention and I will have the best outcome possible. And once you set it, it it just shifts everything. It shifts every single thing. So I would I would say start start by doing that and and see how everything else unfolds. I love that. And do you have any tips on being consistent with this practice because I think once you decide that's that day where you feel like yeah, I'm going to do this. Maybe the next day you still feel like you're going to do this, but then, you know, something comes up and you go back into your old patterns. Do you have any, any, any advice on being consistent, whether it's, you know, in being unapologetic or other things in life? I think you can always, you can always pull that advice across all, you know, aspects of life. But what is your um, take on being consistent? I think that consistency is the key for anything you want in life. Mm -hmm. If, if you're not consistent, then things aren't going to happen for you. And I think we live in a world where we want everything, you know, yes. like Amazon Prime yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just not, it, it, it's not how life works. It's not how the human journey and the soul journey is, is meant to be. It just doesn't work that way. So I, <laughs> I would really say that in this, in this area specifically, either you just do it, you know, you go against what your brain is telling you because your brain is wired mm-hmm. to work a certain way. So when you want to change the traditional route, your brain's going to fight you. This is, this is going to happen. It, it, the length varies, but it will fight you because it doesn't want to change. Your brain is like, but we're, we're comfy here. We already know the drill why are you making such a big deal about this? Like, no. So it's going to happen. So I think that there are two important things, your commitment to being consistent, rain or shine. I don't care if there's like a tornado outside or there was, you know, something happened, you stay committed, you stay consistent. And if you fall off the track, you get back up again. There's no like, you know, fatal, um, situation that that's like you screwed it up forever you can't get back on the track that's not true (laughs) okay and then 
Another thing is have someone hold you accountable. Have an accountability person, an accountability friendship, um, sibling, uh, parent, whatever relationship you have closer to and start practicing with them Mm -hmm. and just tell them, hey, I am practicing being uh, unapologetic and I want to start saying no. Can you ask me 10 questions that you know are very close and dear to me Mm -hmm. so that I can just say no to them? Can you hold space for that? And ask them, right? Ask them if they are able to hold space because maybe they cannot. And we're all going through our things. So be mindful of that. Be intentional again. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, those are the two things that I would say, yes or yes, do them. Hold yourself accountable and always have an accountability person because that is the that is amazing that we were not meant to to function on our own where we always need something from someone else and and in the best way right we need community we need we need a tribe so find- yes yeah. yeah awesome and and i just want to ask you if there's any message that you're feeling called to share with the listeners right now please share that with all of us yeah, one more thing. There is no step-by-step recipe for mm-hmm. for success. Whatever success. First of all, everyone has a different definition of success. Yes. There there's so many layers to to us human beings that it is it, it's illogical that we're still making assumptions. It's illogical that we're still making up stories and that we're still thinking that these things that everything has to do with us whenever something happens avoid making a story out of it just Mm -hmm. say okay this is what happened and i'm not and i choose i consciously choose not to make a story out of it because i have no idea what the truth is maybe even that person doesn't even know what the truth is Mm -hmm. so what's the point yeah can you can you be in that space of uncomfortable of just like I don't know what happened I don't or I don't know what the true story is behind this but this is what happened and this is how I feel about it and just process that process your emotions it doesn't matter if it's the truth quote unquote or not it, that is your truth that is those are your feelings those are your emotions so can you give yourself permission to just get lost in this sea of let's see what happens. I don't know, but I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. And I don't think that we give ourselves permission enough to just explore and find things that really make us happy and that we enjoy, right? We're always looking at Instagram or some sort of social media. How much time am I spending on there? And why? What am I doing when I'm on there? Am I beating myself up because I'm creating a story? Or am I learning from other people? Be, I would say I invite you to become more conscious of asking yourself, why do I do what I do? What's yeah. the intention? Yeah. What's the reason behind me doing what I'm doing? And, and get to know yourself better. Wow. Explore yeah. the depths of who you are. You will, you will never finish. <laughs> you will <laughs> never finish, I promise. It is a never ending journey and it's beautiful. So once you've chosen the purpose of your life, once you've chosen that you want to get to know yourself better, the rush subsides because you realize that this is life. And it's a beautiful thing. 
Yes, I think I think this conversation was God sent for me today. <laughs> and for I'm sure for anyone who's listening whenever um this was beautiful and I can't thank you enough. Um, thank you. Especially the last part almost gave me goosebumps. Uh you know, it's something mm. that I really needed to hear today. And I always believe things just don't happen by chance out of random and this was this was meant to happen today. Um, mm. Anna, if you could uh, help people listening find you on the internet, um, where are you and how can they follow all of your work? That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm most active on Instagram mm-hmm. and you can find me there as Anna C. Jones. So C as in cat Jones. And you can, I mean, you can go to my website. It's um, liveinemotionalfreedom.com. And you can connect with me through there and just let me know like, hey, I found you through Adilea's uh, podcast <laughs> um, so that I know, right? Because I, I have been on several podcasts so that mm-hmm. I know what exactly they're <laughs> talking about. And then we can we can take it from there. I, I love having conversations. I think that one of the most important things about being unapologetic is to just ask ask because you never know uh I'm, I'm always excited to hear from people I'm, I, I always am but I I I I think people are constantly like oh I don't want to bother them oh x y and z whatever yeah. story you're making up it's like you have no idea so yes. ask <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you so much for um, your precious moments today. And um, I am really, really grateful that um, we were able to have this conversation and we connected in the first place. I learned so much today, so I'm really grateful. I am very, very grateful that you invited me. So (laughs) it, it goes both ways. Thank you so much for having me. I love having these conversations. They they give me life. This mm. is this is my life's work. It's not just my job. It's yes. I, I adore doing this. So thank you for for inviting me and for allowing me to be a part of a part of your reality. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so grateful that you decided to push play. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a lot to take away and a lot to integrate into your life that will eventually help you to create the life of your dreams please let me know how you like this episode you can follow me at create your life tribe on instagram i will be waiting to hear from you thanks once again and i will see you soon bye